0: Welcome to Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth, the podcast of Plymouth United Church of Christ. I'm Pastor David, and on behalf of the members of this congregation, thank you very much for joining us. May God bless you through these words, and may you know God's love through them. Now, the podcast.
1: Our Old Testament lesson today is from Exodus chapter 20. Then God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, whether in the form of anything that is in heaven above, or that is on the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not make wrongful use of the name of the Lord your God, For the Lord will not acquit anyone who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work. You, your son, your daughter, your male or female slave, your livestock, or the alien resident in your towns. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, but rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and consecrated it. Honor your father and your mother, so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or male or female slave, or ox, or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. When all the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking, they were afraid and trembled and stood at a distance and said to Moses, you speak to us and we will listen. Do not let God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. God has only come to test you and to put the fear of him upon you so that you do not sin.
0: I suppose there is a certain irony in that you have read this morning you shall have no other gods before you and we have a cocapelli <laughs> sitting on the pulpit but not to worship, but just as part of the international theme we have here. Uh, and our uh, gospel lesson is from the gospel of Matthew this morning, picking up where we were uh, last week and, and in the previous week coming through, moving through this chapter of Jesus talking to the Pharisees and disciples and some other people that are around him. And so listen now and hear for how God is speaking to you through these words of Matthew's gospel. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a winepress in it, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to tenants and went to another country. When the harvest time had come, he sent his slaves to the tenants to collect his produce. But the tenants seized his slaves and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again, he sent other slaves, more than the first. And they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and get his inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. Now when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? And they said to him, he will put those wretches into it to a miserable death and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing and it is amazing in our eyes. Therefore I tell you the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that produces the fruits of the kingdom. The one who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, and it will crush anyone on whom it falls. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they realized that he was speaking about them. They wanted to arrest him, but they feared the crowds because they regarded him as a prophet. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, Jesus says. Who who are we rejecting that might become a cornerstone? Or who have we rejected in the past that has become a cornerstone? Who are we rejecting that becomes the cornerstone? Who who do we reject? Who do we reject as the church? As Jesus' followers, as Jesus' Uh, body around the earth, who do we reject? Other traditions within our faith? Maybe. Lutherans, Catholics, Orthodox. Although we tend to, at least we in the, in, the, in the United Church of Christ, tend to get along with those. Maybe, at least from our perspective, those we reject might be more the Pentecostals, Charismatics, Snake Handlers, some of these other traditions out there. What about other faiths? Other faiths, Judaism, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhists, even atheists. What about them? And Who do we reject as a community that might become the cornerstone, immigrants or foreigners or gay and lesbian sisters and brothers, women who work on the streets? people who live on the streets, people with tattoos, bikers, gamblers, people with addictions, people who are mentally ill, men with uh, hair that's too long, women with hair that's too short, some of the people we might reject, the parents of the crying baby on the airplane, the kid at school that's wearing old and uncool clothing, Or that doesn't have a smartphone, or that gets the reduced lunch, or the reduced cost lunch, or maybe that's that kid's parents. Might one of them be a cornerstone that is being rejected? We don't know. Don't always know. Any one of them, many of them, might be used by God might be used as a cornerstone. Any one of us could be used as a cornerstone. No, don't know who that's going to be. And so to reject someone, uh, that's a a pretty big move. You could be rejecting one of God's cornerstones, certainly rejecting one of God's people, especially uh, if we add in the words, uh, when we say no to someone, if we If we say, you're not welcome here because God disapproves of you. Or because the Bible says, you're not one of God's people. We don't know. We never know who God is going to use. And throughout scripture, there is this constant theme of inclusion. Of including people on the outside. And this constant theme, stories time and time again, of God using those who are rejected, those who are the least, those who are on the outside, those are the ones that God uses over and over and over to fulfill God's plans. Because the ones who thought they were in weren't willing to listen to God's new ideas. God's changing plans, God's changing ways. Abraham, Jacob, Ruth, David, Esther, Paul, the disciples. All on the outside in one way or another. Even Jesus. Even Jesus. And this is today World Communion Sunday. Celebrating communion around the world and the church. Not always good at working together, unfortunately. United in Jesus, but not always united in mission or in service to the world. Uh, But it's a day to remember that we at least share that commonality in Jesus. We are Jesus' followers, however imperfectly we follow and do that. And also to remember that we share common sacraments, especially communion, the table. That's been set before us here, a day to remember that we share Jesus' table. But the sacrament of communion is important in the life of the church. And to remember, at least hopefully, to remember that whatever we think about communion, we don't have all the truth. Although sometimes we fight over communion uh, because we think we have all the truth. Uh, and that other church doesn't do it right, so they can't be included here or they won't include us or whatever. But yeah, we really don't have all the truth. So let's not cast out a a possible cornerstone of thought and let's not cast out a possible cornerstone of a person by denying them access to the bread of life or to the cup of salvation. Let us remember that we are a community and as a church we are called into that community not to be insular but to serve the world, to go into the world, to bring healing and hope, health, mercy, love, kindness, We read the Ten Commandments here, and the Ten Commandments also about community. It's not just a law of God saying, don't do this, do this. But it's it's a lot about community, about being in relationship with God. This is what a relationship with God looks like. This is what a good, right relationship with one another looks like. Don't go after other gods, and don't cast out your God. And don't cast out other people. Don't cast out others through murder or disrespect or theft or bearing false witness. These are about living in community. This is the people who have just left slavery in Egypt are in the wilderness coming to the promised land. And God is saying this is what it should look like when you live together. This is about Community. And I particularly like that the commandments include the admonition that even the slaves and the foreigners are included. It's not just for a select people, but it's for everyone who also is living with them at the time. Even the slaves and the foreigners are part of this community, are protected by God's covenant. All are covered. All of the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, whether citizens or foreigner, whether you're normal or kind of weird, kind of off to the edges in who you are, a little bit different, whether you're a Muslim, a Jew, a Christian, a Buddhist, agnostic, atheist, whatever, all part of God's umbrella, whether you're a rock and roll person or a country and western person or a classical person. Whether you're a professional dancer or you're in a faith that thinks dancing is a sin. Covered by God. Farmers, teachers, business owners, slaves, professors, nurses, doctors, stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home dads, retirees, CEOs and the guys work in the mailroom. All part of God's world. We're all in it together. All welcome to this table. That's It's one of the radical things that Jesus did was to provide a table to which all are welcome. All are invited. You don't have to do anything special or be anyone special. All are invited to the table. And we celebrate that today. If you think of the rotation of the earth, the first Sunday morning's communions on Planet Earth started yeah, maybe 14 hours ago, 15, 16, hard to, hard to say depending on where you are, but about 15, 16 hours ago as the Earth spins, when the sun crossed that international dateline and people in the Philippines and Japan and New Zealand are up first and have had communion already. And then move over a little bit, Taiwan, Russia, India, Turkey, Sweden, Nigeria, South Africa, England and Morocco, Iceland, Newfoundland and Maine, Brazil. This wash of communion going over the planet now in Wisconsin and the Yucatan Peninsula and Costa Rica, Peru, California, the Galapagos. I'm not sure if there's a church in the Galapagos, but If there is, they'll be celebrating communion today in Hawaii, Fiji, Easter Island. I like to think even the workers in Antarctica, working at the science station, someone down there, probably taking communion, receiving communion, enjoying communion, this wash of grace, embracing the earth in the cycle of people as the earth rotates, A cycle of people around the planet that are coming up to the table to be fed or are having the bread and wine come to them to be fed, touching all of humanity. All of humanity, the woman whose husband has just died and the one who's just had miraculous cure. The depressed and the happy, those who are alone, those who are with many, The child who's hungry for food and the child who's full enough and healthy enough to play football. The child who's hungry for attention, the one who has enough. People who live in safety and those who are being targeted by militaries or by terrorists or by their abusers. All the ones around the earth that are being told, You're awesome, you're wonderful, and all those that are being told, You're not good enough. You don't measure up. Those that are in hospitals and nursing homes, those on yachts and in airplanes, in homes and in churches, God's grace for all. God's grace for all moving around this earth that we call home and all welcome. Let all be welcome at this table. Certainly this communion table that we share in the church and let all be welcome at the tables in our fellowship room to be fed there as well with the food that we make with our hands and with our love. And may this table be also a cornerstone of faith. The willingness to share, the generosity and the love shared at this table, let that be also a cornerstone of the faith. I want to read uh, and Finish up with a poem that I found this week. This is a a poet uh, and a woman who writes liturgy and music and poems that she wrote about the communion table and wrote specifically for World Communion Sunday. And the table will be wide and the welcome will be wide and the arms will open wide to gather us in and our hearts will open wide to receive and we will come as children who trust there is enough and we will come unhindered and free and our aching will be met with bread and our sorrow will be met with wine and we will open our hands to the feast without shame and we will turn toward each other without fear and we will give up our appetite for despair and we will taste and know of delight. And we will become bread for a hungering world, and we will become drink for those who thirst, and the blessed will become the blessing, and everywhere will be the feast. Amen. And that is the good news for this day and for all days. Thank you again for listening to the Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth podcast. If you are in the Eau Claire area, we especially invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. And I invite you also to check out our website at pcucc.com for upcoming events and special worship services. From Plymouth United Church of Christ, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, this is Pastor David. Thank you for spending this time with us. May God bless you.